Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Kenley. I'm Lyndon. And I'm Betsy. And, and you, you are listening, listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Hi, everybody. So, surprise, we're here because big news happened this week at Disney. And we weren't going to record an episode this week because Katie is on a beach somewhere in Mexico. But we decided to go ahead and do it anyway. And I brought my kids and my friend Betsy along with me. And actually, let's introduce Betsy. You guys are familiar with my kids, so we don't need to really introduce them. But let's introduce Betsy really quick. Say hi, Betsy. Hello. Betsy is mine and Katie's friend. And actually, Betsy is who we are going to Walt Disney World with in January. Woo woo. And so we're so excited. She is going to be running the half marathon, correct? Yes, the half marathon. So we'll be there marathon weekend cheering her on as she runs the half marathon. And that's our whole reason for going. But we're going to explore the parks a little bit and have a little bit of fun while we're there, too. Yes, I am making them get up early and cheer for me (laughs) at the castle at 7 a.m. And we can't wait. You're not making us do anything. We're super excited about it. In fact... I've already told Katie she's in charge of cowbells because she's got plenty from Heath and all of his races. That will be easy to find you. We're going to bring some cowbells. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. (laughs) We're going to be super excited and then we're going to go to breakfast. Maybe you don't want to do that, but everyone else. I'll take a nap. Yeah, you take a bath, bath, take a Mm -hmm. nap, meet us later in the day. Anyway, so that's Betsy. Betsy lives here in Boise with us and we're just super excited. She decided to join me today since Katie's gone and then my kids piled in the car at the last minute too and came along so and Erin does clean my teeth as well <laughs> so I'm a little partial to her that's a HIPAA violation so I wasn't gonna say that my bad. No, no 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 my you, bad you can say it all you want I just can't tell everybody that you're my patient but she's my okay. patient too so there you go there we go okay so let's start with some news that's not the big elephant in the room first a couple things happened this week really quickly magic key sales came back for like 24 hours last week and uh, it didn't go great. I think pretty much everybody was in a waiting room for hours upon hours upon hours and they sold out pretty quickly. So magic keys were available for a moment for people to purchase and now they're back to just renewal only. Sorry if you didn't get them and you wanted to. Hopefully we'll talk a little bit more about the big changes here in just a minute and maybe hopefully that will give us some hope on the horizon for the ability to purchase magic keys at some point. And then today, Lunar New Year and Food and Wine Festival dates were both announced. So Lunar New Year will be at DCA January 20th through February 15th. And then Food and Wine will start up on March 3rd and last until April 25th. And one of the things that happens with Food and Wine Festival is Soarin' Around the World switches over to Soarin' Over California. So if you're going to be there during those days, get excited because people love the classic Soarin' Over California And that will be there during Food and Wine Festival. Menus, obviously, will be released probably, what, two days before the event happens. But get excited. They'll have sip and savor passes. Plan your trip. We'll have to plan a trip to go down there during that little bit of time. And I think that's really it for, like, superficial, quick, easy news. I don't think anything else really happened this week. So we're going to pause for an ad, and then we'll come back and we'll talk the big stuff. 
Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. All right. So the reason we're doing this podcast is because, okay, so first of all, (laughs) we have a big running joke at our podcast that anytime big news drops, that means that we recorded our podcast episode for the week that morning. So like we will record and leave and immediately big news will drop and we miss it. And we, we hear from a lot of our listeners too, when big news drops, they're like, let me guess you recorded this morning and it's a big running joke, right? Mm -hmm. So this is, I think only the second, maybe third week that we have taken off since we started this podcast in June of 2021. And of course, like the biggest Disney news of the century (laughs) dropped this weekend (laughs) and we got messages about it. Of course, you're taking this week off. So surprise, we're not taking the week off as originally planned because Bob Chapek was, I I don't know, he stepped down. We'll say that, which we don't know yet if it was right. We don't know if it was a forced resignation or if he just resigned. I imagine it was a forced resignation. That's my guess. Maybe he just couldn't take it anymore. Maybe he was like done yeah and it was was immediately i can't go on stage anymore like what am i what am i gonna do he wasn't great on stage so maybe that's it i don't know i think it was i think he was asked to resign Mm -hmm. i think that will come out in the future and um they he's being immediate effective immediately last night late last night sunday night uh he's being replaced by bob Iger. so if you're new bob Iger. (laughs) if you're new here or if you're new to disney bob Iger was the ceo for 15 years he was replaced by bob chapek in 2020 and he has said multiple times that he won't come back. Uh-huh. Um, I think that he's Bob Chapek has not been. Well, let's call him Chapek and Iger. OK, Iger. just to keep him straight since they're yeah. both Bobs. <laughs> um, Chapek has not been a popular CEO. Is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very fair. Yeah. And he's made a lot of changes, which I think were necessary during a pandemic. I think mm-hmm. that and there's a lot of speculation that he was brought in to be the bad guy, that that was his role. He was a stopgap. Because Iger was so well-liked, and then had Iger maneuvered us through this pandemic the way that the Disney company needed to be maneuvered, he would not have been as popular either, I don't think. I think people would have been really frustrated and upset with him. And so there's a lot of speculation that Chapek was brought in just to be the bad guy. Chapek is... I always say that it takes a special person to run Disney. I think that you need to have a good balance of business and magic. Like uh, Walt was the the creative mind and Roy was the kind of the business and the yeah. money and he handled the money and he handled all those things. Yeah. And then, you know. And they balanced each other. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. did. It was awesome. And and we see in the past with like uh, Michael Eisner, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that was handling the business died. And so he, uh, the guy that handled the business now was the guy that cut all of the the money and mm-hmm. so that's what exactly what happened with Disney's California Adventure when it very first opened it was because you know they caught a ton of costs off right and 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 Eisner was better when he had that partner with him yeah he was tons better cuz he opened like MGM Studios and all those amazing mm. things and so and then he yeah and then he lost that partner that was mm-hmm. the creative side or the business side it was the business side and so then he had to take on that role as well yes okay so I think I and and 
and Iger did a great job of balancing both in mm-hmm. during his tenure as CEO. He just had a gift for connecting with cast members, connecting with guests, and really making it a good magical experience. Nobody could have predicted what happened in 2020, right? Mm-mm. And never. And a company like Disney, in order, a company like Disney, I mean theme parks specifically, when you have mandates to stay at home, theme parks are going to drown, right? And so they needed somebody who had a business mind to get them through that. And so there's a lot of speculation that Chapek was put in because he was that business mind, but he did not have the magic. And that's where people, guests, have really noticed the change in Disney is that there's been a big change in magic. What have you guys noticed has changed since, Ch- like, magic, magic-wise magic since um, JPEG has been in? Well, uh, when we went there in October of 2021, uh, I, I noticed that a lot of the... It was really short-staffed, mm-hmm. and it's not the cast members' fault, but I noticed that the bathrooms were a lot less clean and all the cast members were a lot less friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, not cleaning our rooms, like... They only clean our rooms. Like once a week. Uh, yeah, and cleaning of the rooms is let's take out the garbage and fill your coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I'm paying the same amount to stay at the hotel, but I'm getting less. Right. Um, the perk yeah. of staying at a hotel is getting room service, like not room service, but like getting like someone makes bed, your bed. Yeah. And like stuff like that. Also, um, what I've noticed is things are getting smaller, but more expensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's food, you mean? Like food portions? Yeah, like one of like food one portions of my are getting smaller. Beignets got smaller. Yes, yeah, things yeah. are getting smaller. All those one things. of my friends was talking about it, and like she hasn't gone in a while. And they just went a couple weeks ago, and they got some churro toffee when they went. And like last time they went, and then this time they went, and they noticed that it was smaller but more expensive. Like mm-hmm. it was thinner toffee and stuff. Yeah, and, and I was and like, of course it. Is. <laughs> and I think that they could have gotten away with a few of these changes, but they've mm-hmm. made so many changes across the board where the experience has been diminished. And the cost has been increased and mm-hmm. guests have noticed. And so it's buying people out. And I yes. don't think yeah. it was the cast members' fault. No. I think no. the cast members are still awesome people, but like, you know. It's just. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's pause for just a moment and let's talk about the lead up to this. So last week, a letter leaked that Bob Chapek wrote to cast members. And kind of the gist of the letter is that they were going to have a hiring freeze. They weren't going to be hiring. And nobody knew if this was, this is what the letter said, hiring for the small subset of the most critical business driving positions will continue, but all other roles are on hold. Your segment leaders and HR teams will have more specific details on how this will apply to your team. So nobody really knew exactly what that meant. It meant that critical roles, if needed, were still going to be able to be hired and everything else was on a hiring freeze. So Disney went on a hiring freeze. The other thing that he mentioned in that letter is layoffs. And he said that as we work through this evaluation process, we will look at every avenue of operations and labor to find savings. And we do anticipate some staff reductions as part of this review. So this letter came out just last week. And a week later... JPEG was part of the layoffs. And I th- <laughs> so I don't know if he planned on himself being part of the layoffs, but that's what happened. And so I want to read a letter to you, and I'm going to read it because honestly, I'm not as eloquent. And is this the letter that Bob this just is- wrote to the new cat, like when he took over? Yes. Oh, the- I haven't heard this yet. Okay. So this is the letter that Bob wow. Iger wrote last night that was sent to cast members that. Cast members were the first to know, which I think is impressive, and I think that's huge, and I think that speaks to Bob Iger, and I want to share something in just a moment that I that I learned last night. But anyway, let me read this to you first really quick. Dear fellow employees and cast members, it is with an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must admit a bit of amazement, 
that I write to you this evening with the news that I am returning to the Walt Disney Company as Chief Executive Officer. When I, took, when I look at the creative success of our teams across our studios, Disney General Entertainment, ESPN, and International, the rapid growth of our streaming services, the phenomenal reimagining and rebound of our parks, the continued great work of ABC News, and so many other achievements across our businesses, I am in awe of your accomplishments, and I am excited to embark with you on many new endeavors. Such a sweet email. It really yeah. is a sweet email. <laughs> I know this company has asked so much of you during the past three years, and these times certainly remain quite challenging. But as you have heard me say before, I am an optimist. And if I learned one thing from my years at Disney, it is that even in the face of uncertainty, perhaps especially in the face of uncertainty, our employees and cast members achieve the impossible. You will be hearing more from me and your leaders tomorrow and in the weeks ahead. In the meantime, allow me to express my deep gratitude for all that you do. Disney holds a special place in the hearts of people around the globe thanks to you and your dedication to this company and its mission to bring joy to people through great storytelling is an inspiration to me every single day. Signed, Bob Iger. Who does that sound like to you guys? Walt Disney. It does. Oh, it does. It totally it. sounds like Walt to me. Like yeah. it just, and I said on a comment last night, somebody was like, people didn't love Iger, did they? And I said, I think Iger was arguably the best CEO since a Disney was in charge of the parks and yeah. of the yeah. Disney company. Yeah. I think he just has that balance of business and magic. And, and then I heard that cast members were rejoicing and celebrating yes. and it was magic in the air. Yes. And yeah. I heard that people who were in the parks last night were so excited and you could feel the vibe change, change. because people... I, was, yeah, I would love change. to be in the parks last night. It would be so much fun. I know. Yeah, and and again, awesome. I'm going to say this one more time because I feel like it just... It bears repeating. This is nothing against Bob Chapek. He wasn't popular because of the role he played. It wasn't that he's a terrible person. It wasn't anything like that. And I, for one, am not like rejoicing that somebody lost their job or yeah. resigned their job yesterday. Yeah. I'm just excited because I know how great Bob Iger is and I'm excited to have him back at the helm. Um, I also wanted to really quickly read this little blip from Susan Arnold, who's the chairman of the board for the Walt Disney Company. She wrote this in her statement. We thank Bob Chapek for his service to Disney over his long career, including navigating the company through the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal period. Bob Iger, or Mr. Iger has the deep respect of Disney's senior leadership team, most of whom he worked closely with until his departure as executive chairman 11 months ago. So after he retired as CEO, he was in the role of the executive chairman of the Walt Disney Company until last year. And he left that role last year and Susan Arnold took over. And he is greatly admired by Disney employees worldwide, all of which will allow for a seamless transition of leadership. I think he's the perfect person to slide into this and take over. I don't think it could have been anybody else. And so he's taking over for two years, yes. There is an end date. Yes. So yeah. let's so, talk about that. He's taking over for two years. Why is that? Um, I think they're probably going to replace him with someone else. I think it's just to get them back on track and so that they won't fail again. Mm -hmm. And they want him involved in the choosing of who that person is going to be. Which he oh, chose. Yeah, that's a good point. He chose Chapek. And huh. which has come up. Wait, yes. <laughs> oh, no. So, but. Iger. <laughs> yes, he chose Chapek. However, he has been very vocal about. Not so many words, but he has been vocal about he feels that was a mistake. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. At least he took responsibility. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about a couple of things here. Number one, 
this is something that has come up a little bit, and it's something I've thought a little bit about. Um, first of all, Josh Demaro. Do we all know who Josh Demaro is? Yes. yes. So for anyone who's listening who doesn't, he's the tall, lean, silver fox that you see a lot of. Handsome man. Handsome. He's very <laughs> handsome. And he is the head of parks and experiences for the Walt Disney Company. So he used to be the president of Disneyland. And then he was moved to Florida and he was the president of Walt Disney World Resort for a very short period of time. And then he was moved into when Chapek was moved up to CEO. Josh Demaro was promoted to the head of parks and experiences for the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. And he's been in that role alongside Chapek as Chapek has been CEO. Yeah. I think it's an interesting move that he was not the one slid into CEO. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's two things that could be happening here. Number one, that is what Iger's role is. Iger's role is to come in and train Demaro. Ooh. And bring Demaro up to be CEO in two years when Great he hypothesis. is done. So wait, too, could Iger step down in the two years or is he staying, do you think, for the whole two years? I'm sure he could if he wanted to. I don't see that happening. Yeah, do I don't I. I don't think he would because I think he's so loved by the people. I mean, he said that he was not going to come back like at all, mm-hmm. which is like because they were doing like hashtags like bring back Iger and like that. And, and he, he made a statement. Yeah, he was like, I'm not coming back. And then he and then he come back, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Everybody's so happen? surprised. Yeah. So I don't think he would. I mean, he could, I suppose. I mean, anyone can do anything they want, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's holding you there. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. quit. Yeah, he could. Um, the other thought, though, I have is a lot of people, a lot of guests are very frustrated with how the parks are profitable. Mm-hmm. The parks are doing really well, but guests are very frustrated with how they're being run, kind of what we were talking about a little earlier. They feel more crowded than ever. The prices on everything have increased. The value of your experience, I feel, has diminished because the price has increased, but they're not delivering quite as much. Like you mentioned, Kenley, not as many staff, you know, not as many cast members are there. Like you mentioned, mentioned Betsy, rooms aren't getting cleaned like they used to get cleaned. Those are all parks and experience things. Those all fall on Josh tomorrow. And so it's easy. It's easy to have... Josh Demaro and Bob Chapek standing next to each other and hate Bob Chapek because he doesn't look like Josh Demaro looks. No. And I think it's easy for people to really love Josh Demaro because he's charismatic and he's handsome and he's out in the parks and he's schmoozing with everybody. So kind of just like um, he's lo- he's in the park standing around while like Chapek is getting eaten alive, basically. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that's out schmoozing with everybody and everybody loves him so much. And but then, he's in charge of parks and experience, so and I think kind of look. Past and we see, and we see no problem with the movies. Like the movies have been like amazing, and like yeah. everything else. But it's part of the Disney company has been like the best, except for parks and experiences. Um, okay. However, movies. on the flip side of that coin, that's opinion, right? On the flip side of that coin, when you look at the financials, parks parks are doing great, and the streaming is doing poorly. Streaming Disney Plus is not profitable. And a lot of people are canceling their subscription because this is at the end of the three year when the first when it first started. Mm-hmm. And people are realizing, hey, we're not using this as much. And prices have gone up. And now they're going to be adding commercials. And there is they a group are. of yes, they they're going to be adding commercials. There's a group of people who don't love some of the th- content that Disney is producing for various reasons. We won't go into that. Mm-hmm. And so so that if you look at numbers, parks are doing great numbers wise. People are there. People are coming. People are spending money. People are canceling Disney+. Plus. I'm trying to think what else I was reading this morning that's not profitable. Parks are the part that's not not struggling as far as money is concerned. As far as guest experience is concerned, yeah, parks are struggling. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what happens over the next two years. If they're grooming Josh tomorrow to take over as CEO or if the reason they didn't just slide him in is because some of this falls on him, too. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, Him being part of the behind-the-scenes like works and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Also, though, a lot of people said that he wasn't happy and that Chapek kind of made executive decisions and he wasn't happy with some of those things. Because keep in mind, he ran Disneyland when Bob Iger was in charge. He was running Disneyland, and Disneyland was a great experience. So I'm curious to see. I'm cur- I think the two of them working together might be a really good thing. It might be a really hard thing. I don't know. We'll have to see. Do you think that Bob Iger is going to come in and make big changes, or do you think he's going to ease in? Like, what do you think this week is going to look like? So I think that my best comparison is uh, the captain of the Titanic got drunk and passed out and is heading straight toward an iceberg. And kind of at the 11th hour, someone realized there's an iceberg right there, and they went and they pushed the captain out of the way, and they put a new captain in, and he's got to steer the Titanic away from the iceberg. And that's kind of my best comparison. It's like I feel like he's going to steer away from the iceberg, but it's not going to be big changes. It's just going to keep the company afloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think— I hope is just not the truth. You, know? you hope big changes happen. I hope yeah, big changes start happening because people are being bought out with Disney prices and stuff. Mm-hmm. That they like, there's so many people in the parks because of reservations, but the people who wanted to go, they can't now. You know, like Disney, like like influencers and stuff, can't go unless they make a reservation. But people are buying out the reservations. You know, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So I think reservations probably will stick around for a little while if this is if we're going to speculate a little bit. Actually, hold on. Let's speculate in just a moment. Okay. okay. Let's talk about two other things really quickly before we go. One other thing I want to address is one of the reasons I'm so excited about Iger coming back is because of his, I think he has like an infinite love for the Disney company. Mm-hmm. If you think mm-hmm. about it, think about anybody that you know in your life ever who's retired. Grandpa. Grandpa just retired this mm-hmm. year. Yep. Can you see... Anyone from his biz, from his real estate company calling him, being like, "Kim, we need you to come back. We really need you to come back." Can you see Grandpa being like, "Okay, I'm on my way." No, no, no he retired. He's done. Yeah, he walked he's, away. He's yeah. done. He wants to not work. <laughs> yeah, anymore. he's like, right. Let me done. play solitaire in peace. And Iger, Bob Iger is 71. I think I read earlier today. Dang. Holy moly! And can you think of anyone you know who's retired who'd be like, "Yeah, let's go back." That no. sounds great. And no. that's a huge yeah. job. I mean, this is going to be hours. <laughs> Yeah, some yeah. serious hours. This is and, and he's got to repair a lot of damage, even if it's just connecting with cast members again and connecting with the guests again. Like, there's damage that's been done. There's wounds that need to be healed. You know, this sounds really dramatic, but it's true. He's got a big task ahead of him in the next two years. Yeah. I don't there know. must be a passion that is right. completely well, underlying. Yes, mm-hmm. and also for him to still be close enough to the Disney company that they knew that they could go to him and say, hey, Bob, we need you to come back and take yeah, this over. and he would. And he would. Yeah. I think that that speaks volumes about. And, and Yes. And like you mentioned, Kenley, how cast members were so excited. Cast members know. In th- okay, so I wanted to share this from last night. I was on a forum on, I think it was on Reddit, and there was a comment that was made, and a woman mentioned that she was a cast member at Walt Disney World, and her husband was suddenly killed in a tragic accident. She said that she received flowers and a handwritten letter from Bob Iger expressing his sympathy. And how many thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people work for the Walt Disney Company? So many. And he took time. time to write that one person a letter. Yes, because he knew that she was having that hard moment. 
And I think that's huge. And I think that's the type of person that needs to be there. And it's someone who loves the company and loves the cast members. And mm-hmm. I'm super excited. And loves to the see people that support Disney yeah. that mm-hmm. go all the time. And recognizes that the people who are in charge of making the magic are the cast members and the guests. Those are the people that he needs to take care of. Um, Disney's such a big company that it's going to be hard to fix. I know. It'll be a hard thing for him for sure. It'll It'll be a lot of work. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to touch on really quickly is I'm going to just express this a little bit. Thanksgiving is in a couple of days. Christmas is in a month. And I'm a little sad for Mr. Chapek. Yeah. Yeah. True. I do feel... A little bad. He's probably got all, all the money in the world still, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, to, like, get, like, not kicked out, but, like, get laid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm putting up hand quotes of your job. And then having people be that happy mm-hmm. that there's someone else mm-hmm. must be a little bit. Okay, I think so, too. And I also, think... it's it's the holidays. And mm-hmm. I think Chapek probably had enough money to retire. For sure. Like, I think I think he has enough money. I think he, And I his think, kids yeah. and his grandkids. He will be set. Yes. Yeah, I think, and yeah, once I think time goes fine. by, you know, this will all pass mm-hmm. and he will be fine. But currently, right now, I'm sure it's pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if he wants to continue working, there are jobs knocking on his door to have him come in and work yeah. for their company. Mm-hmm. I just think, and I think not barring money, yes, he's totally taken care of. I think what Kenley said is true. Like, it's got to sting just a tiny bit. I hope he, yeah. has, I hope he has stayed off social media the last 24 hours. <laughs> yes. yeah. There are some hurtful things being said. <laughs> yes, and I shared some memes. I try not to be too hurtful, but some memes are just really funny. <laughs> and so I shared some. And I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not happy that somebody... Lost their livelihood the week before Thanksgiving. That part of it sucks. that's sad. Yeah. I'm just excited for the future, and I'm hopeful for the future. Okay. What are some changes we'd like to see? Let's go back to that. Um, (laughs) Take take away reservations. So Why? So um, I think because there's so many people in the parks, and before there were reservations, there weren't as many. And I think it's because people think, like, they do need to buy reservations, but people think since there are reservations available, they have to go, you know? So the scarcity mentality. Yeah. So like saying like, huh. since there are this many reservations and we have that time and we can go, go because there might not be any more reservations available yeah. until some other time, you know? Do you feel like those reservations limits the amount of people? Because... I would rather not the parks be overcrowded at that capacity because I know I've had families go and it's been completely sold out and where like they're not letting any more people in. Would you want to be at the parks like that or would you rather there be a reservation? Well, too, I think, though, before reservations were a thing, it wasn't as crowded because people could go whenever, you know, like you could just show up. You could show especially locals could just show up on a random Tuesday. Without planning. Without planning. And now they have to plan, and I think you've got a lot of locals who are taking up those reservations because they have to take reservations. So I think that's one thing. I also, nobody knows the reservation numbers. I actually honestly think that they've probably increased attendance. And because of that scarcity mentality, because people think that they So it's a psychological thing. I kind of think (sighs) it is. It's so interesting. I do. I think that if they took reservations away, I think that the park attendance would level out. I think it too because like it's just because there's not the risk of not being able to go right mm-hmm. yeah you're not competing yeah to go yep yeah I Here, don't know here's my thing that I want changed I'm gonna sound like a real old man okay I'm ready <laughs> so just get ready I'm sorry I'm tr- I'm trying not to Asher we all know that you're an old man at heart it's <laughs> you fine. are it's, it's, it's um like uh I hope that they don't like change things that don't need to be changed like for example I hope that 
they decide to cancel San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I really like Big Hero <laughs> Six, but I really, I also <laughs> really Pella, like that uh, that little area. What's it called? Pacific, Pacific Wharf. Wharf. <laughs> I, I love Pacific Wharf. I love the bread bowls. I love everything about it. I love Ghirardelli. It's just well, yeah. and you know what could happen? The they could take the money that they planned on spending on San Francisco and maybe sink it into Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe. into aren't they still doing Downtown Disney? Yeah, so like yeah. working on put that. it into there and then or. Of- Get the ball yeah. rolling on Indiana yeah. Jones that hasn't moved in a couple of years. Let's <laughs> let's take care of some refurbishments. That's something Seriously. I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some focus on maintenance because I feel like yeah. the last few times I've been there, there are certain things, and I don't know if it's the same. Betsy is a Walt Disney World traveler. She doesn't go to Disneyland as much. She's on the East Coast a lot more. And I don't know if it's the same at Walt Disney World, but at Disneyland, there are some... There are some attractions that really need some love. They need 100%, to be... 100%. Like... Uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah, Radiator Springs that breaks down, like, daily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of the animatronics aren't functioning like they're supposed to. Splash Mountain. Yeah. Well, Expedition Everest, the Yeti, hasn't worked in years and years. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's... I don't think it's because he did... He, I think they found cracks in the that area yeah. that he was in, so he can't move anymore. Yeah. So they call him the Disco Yeti. Uh, <laughs> but he can't he can't move anymore or else it'll crack and maybe it can cause danger. And so that was, I think, Iger turned that off. Oh, Yeah, I heard that, too. I've heard that, that okay. Iger yeah. did that. Because it was, it was cracking. The base was cracking. And so I think he still wor- I think he still works. Just like they if, don't want him to If work. they really wanted to. But they have him turned off. They have him turned off. So it's not any, like, danger. So they should just get in there and they should stabilize him and fix that. Yeah. I don't know. Fra- San Francisco doesn't really need to happen, in my opinion, too. No, I'd like, Pacific yeah. Wharf is fine, and I love it because it's yeah. a good, like, it's a nice hangout court, spot. Kind of. Easy place for families to get different There's food and sit in one spot. spots. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of shaded spots. And mm-hmm. so it would just, it's it's a good place to be. And like it's a connecting point to Cars Land. Cars and Land and Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier. Yeah. So what about dining plans? Have you all ever been to Disney World with dining plans? No, we haven't because we only went during COVID. So, yes. so dining plans are were available prior to COVID where families could prepay pretty much what they were eating. And families really liked that because then they didn't have to worry about how much is this and how much is that? And we know how much we can spend. And that's been taken away. And um, so that would be a really wonderful thing to come back. And why isn't it back? They have said because... Dining reservations are so hard to come by, and so if everybody purchased dining plans, you'd have to have the availability of the reservations. Okay. Oh, well. Huh. I would like to see that come back before January 4th, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> just like January 4th, like, the rings back. See, like, like, just stuff like this. The other thing that I would like to see come back before January, well, 5th, technically, is restrictions on park hopping. What's the point? It makes no sense to me. It and I've said this. It. It just gets people in the parks to stay in the parks, I feel like, and not be moving around. It's like, it's like, what's it called? Like, cattling a whole bunch of sheep and stuff, Yeah, like, if you want to stay in the parks, like, that's, like, amazing, but, like, you don't have to. Like, I like having that, you know? Well, I understand, like, I, fine, if park reservations are limiting attendance, I, and, and, and I think park, this is what I think, I think park reservations are in place so that they can keep a skeleton crew. I think that's the only reason park reservations are still in place, so that they know, you know, we've got 10,000 people coming into Disneyland Park today, this is how many employees we need to support that, bare minimum. Yeah. That's why I think park reservations are there. I do not understand the benefit of not allowing guests to move between parks until 1 p.m. at Disneyland and California Adventure and 2 p.m. at Walt Disney World, correct? 
correct. And they don't count the people when they're leaving. No. So what is the point? Nope. They don't count people when they're leaving. So they don't know if enough people have left to welcome new people into Epcot. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And so, dear Disney, we always have a dear Disney in the episode. Dear Disney, let's get rid of park hopping restrictions. Let's be able to park hop. I miss that. I miss me going too. and getting breakfast at one park and then going to the other park real quick. Seriously, like... Yeah. <laughs> or maybe there's something really important that happens before 2 p.m. Like, for example, maybe a parade that you really want to see is mm-hmm. happening in Disneyland and you just booked DCA because, like, you know. You didn't know. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is, like, the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you just want to go over there to Red Guardians of the Galaxy and come back and see that parade. Like, but you know, you have- but you don't you can't do that. It makes planning your day so hard, and that's something we're running into when we plan this trip in January. Betsy knows that I'm a little bit of a basket case about planning this trip because we're trying to squeeze everything in. And there's certain things that we want to do at certain times of the day, but we're restricted by the 2 p.m. park hopping restriction. And anyway, uh, that's one of the things that I would like to see change immediately. And I think that's one that could change immediately. I think it would be really hard to remove reservations tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I think it would be really hard to get the dining plan back up and running tomorrow. However, yeah. get rid of those park hopper and restrictions. To, That'd be fine. Like with reservations, it's probably going to take a while. And when they do, if they, if and when they do take it away, the the parks will be totally crowded for like the first couple of months, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But then I think it will level out soon. I, I think you. an important thing that Iger may bring back is just morale. I agree. Yeah, like like the the cast People members being are happy there. Be, yeah. Because I feel members. like cast members have gotten grumpier. Mm-hmm. And because people are frustrated, so therefore cast members become frustrated and they're not able to perform their job the way that they that it's intended to be, the mm-hmm. way they were trained yeah. to do it. I agree and too with that. They're being paid less, so they're going to probably do the less amount of work because they aren't getting paid what they should be with how much energy they're putting into it. Correct. And when you have a skeleton crew, they're doing more work. They're doing the work of maybe one and a half people, you know, instead of, and, but they're still just getting paid what they were So just have extra Mm -hmm. cast members and then people will always not be doing the extra mile and be doing what they can. And they'd be happier. And they'd be happier. Yeah, they would be happier. So maybe restructuring some of the management within mm-hmm. some of the different departments might be something that if he's trying to shift morale. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I can see that. I like I agree with that completely 100%. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is like the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. 100%. Also, stop. Bring coconut Dole Whip to Disneyland. Please. <laughs> yes, those are so good. And really co- good. Do they have cream cheese pretzels co- in Disneyland? Yes. Or is that only Disney World? Co- cream cheese pretzels? Yes. Oh. oh, they have them all over at Disneyland, but they only have cream them at one place at Walt Disney World. Casey's Corner, right? No, at the Tomorrowland? La- the launch. By Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland. Oh, okay. Yes. The also, launch pad. That surprised me. I would launch pad. I don't know. Well, I think something. that's it. Also, bring the Kakamora to. Um, the Kakamora isn't even available at Walt Disney World anymore. No. What? I know. It's because it's a cake Erin, your kids <laughs> amaze me how invested they are in everything Disney. Oh, I know. I, I want to work there when I'm older. <laughs> and two, that's with the cast members now. I hope they change it before I before you show up and yeah. work there. Yeah. I prefer the regular dolop, but I would <laughs> like the cockamore to come to Disneyland because it uh, has a cake then everyone else would just it like cake be pop. happy. Oh. Yeah, I just like want so coconut good. Dole Whip. A cake, Seriously, a cake same. I love a Dole Whip, you know? In, in a Dole Whip. Yeah. 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 Um, how about extending back to early entry being an hour? 
Yes. Mm, but it is nice that it's at all four parks now because it spreads out the crowd. So I, I like that, but I could I would say extending it the hour have at you, every park. Have you been since it's been brought back to Walt Disney World? Yes. And have you been able to use it? Yes, and it's gold. Do they have designated entries? Yes, not okay. unlike at Disneyland. Okay, so that's one of my mm-hmm. other things. Get Disneyland which most of our people who are listening to we the need podcast, designated entries. Yes, we for need a, sure. We need a designated entry for guests of uh, Disneyland Resort hotels because right now they're standing in the same lines as everybody else. And California Adventure has it. So no, they don't. They I have mean, the Grand, Grand Californian. Californian, but only for Grand Californian guests. Yep. So Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier. I'm yeah, like, it doesn't make sense why they week? couldn't have a sign and then they just scan just the same they way. They do have the signs. They do have the signs. They just, for some reason, aren't flipping them and designating a couple of gates to having early entry. And so that needs That's to happen. That's wasted because you're paying the extra money and you should have that benefit. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. get into the parks. And a lot of people are really frustrated because if they're not there so early, they're in the mix of regular guests and you're who are coming in, in the park from, yeah, the same time. Same time. And that's eating up their half hour bonus. So yeah. maybe go back to, I think that the way that they did it before the pandemic was great, where it alternated parks. That was a perk of staying on property. Is that was the only way you could get early entry into California? Was Adventure it an ever. hour? It was an hour. Oh, was that hour. magic hour? And it was is that what it was called? Uh huh. Extra yeah. magic hour. And it was it. There were four days out of the week that it was DCA, and there were three days that it was Disneyland. The Disneyland days, people who had a three day ticket or more could also get in that hour early. The DCA days, it was only it was limited only to guests of the resort, mm-hmm. which I think is. Like a perk because mm-hmm. it will get more people to stay in there because they have the perk of going in an extra hour early. Mm-hmm. So bring back Magic Morning and Extra Magic Hour. I think that would be great. Um, what else? Let's see. Let me read some of the things that people responded because I put a little question box up on Instagram. So Genie Plus is a hot topic. People really want the option to have free Fast Passes again. Which I love that option. I think we need it again. I th- we've talked about how Max Pass was the best iteration of all where there was the Max option Pass to purchase, great. but you could also go to the kiosk and get your free Fast Pass if you wanted to do that. I think we and should, I like that too because like so that the fast pass lane wouldn't be um as packed with people who didn't pay for fast pass but there was still an option for getting yeah. one fast for free. passes for yeah. free for free and it was I mean obvious. so did they run out like I guess I didn't understand that when there were for free so you had the max pass to buy it there you was, could have it on your phone and yeah. then you could go to the kiosk now if the kiosk ran out they could run out correct yeah yes. it was okay. just a limited it was just a limited okay. number the difference was you paid for the perk of not having to, to maneuver run through all over, mm-hmm. throughout the park so it was the same system they drew from the same pool they were connected and there was the same limitations it was a 90 minute limitation but there was the same limitation like you couldn't go to a kiosk and pull one and then pull one from your phone it, you know they ran from the same pool but it just was there was a free option for people who didn't want to be forced into buying it. So it just was a, a, it was a little bit harder to get. I also really hope that we start seeing like so when we were there in October of 2021, I noticed that there was just like uh, every time we went past like a sewer drain, there was just like this terrible, terrible smell. Maybe that will be better, and maybe the bathrooms will be a little bit cleaner. Maybe yeah. some, again, it's probably like just that. a lot of like cast member, yeah, increasing just like cast members, a, and yeah, a lot of yeah. less cast members, yeah, things like that. So. Some of the other things that people want to see is better treatment of cast members by the company. That's good. Less nickel and diming. I can Seriously. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the end of individual lightning lanes. So include, mm-hmm. you know, at Disneyland, include Rise of the Resistance and Radiator Springs in mm-hmm. the purchase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
to Genie Plus and stuff like Lightning Lane mm-hmm. is so ex- like fifteen dollars per person. Oh, and, it's more now. And also, it's and it's and also a minimum of twenty five. Oh, are you talking seriously? about individual Lightning Lanes or are you talking about Genie Plus? I think I don't. And like each Genie day. Plus is a minimum of twenty five dollars a day per person. Dang, and, it, it, and we've seen it go up to thirty. So yeah, yeah so just make it less expensive because you're literally like okay I get the magic and stuff but like you're on a ride for like 13 minutes a few minutes yeah. but it's only it, you get the perk of paying $30 or $25 to be on a ride for however many minutes okay and so I know uh, so before uh, all the individual lightning lanes uh, when fast pass was still a thing there's something called max pass and it was like the exact same thing that lightning lane is but only it, better only better like and it was cheaper it was like it included all the rides you could do you could do multiple times on the same attraction yeah. which you can't do with it was Genie like Plus. it was like digital fast passes that you didn't have to get and it was just so much it was so much better and so i we should bring that back we should take out Genie Plus and bring back max pass and individual fast passes i agree i agree People want annual passes to come back. Oh, there you go. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's yeah. a big one that people want, and I agree with that. I don't understand why they're limiting them. Bring them back. Let people buy annual passes. Somebody wrote animal passes. I think they meant annual passes. Correct. If someone said no more impending doom, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. Um, a lot of people are just really excited about the shift in attitude. They're really excited to see morale increase. Um, pricing is a big thing. Focus on ride maintenance. Kind of all the things that we've discussed a little bit. And then there was one person, and I said I was going to totally answer this because I have strong opinions. Somebody asked, I said, you know, do you have any questions for the podcast? Actually, let me address the the real ones first, and then I'll address this one. Okay, sorry. Also, I just, this just came to my mind. I'm so sorry. This just came to my mind, like, really quick, and I was just like, I have to say this. Say it. Uh, Carousel of Progress needs, like, to be, uh, like... It needs to be refurbed. Like, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. I'm not saying it needs to be changed in any way. I'm just saying they need to, like, fix the animatronics. Because um, all the animatronics are old. They're busted. Their fingers are coming off. Like, <laughs> it's, it is it's uh, really bad. Okay, fine. That. I thought you meant, like, redone into a no, new ride. I, I love Carousel of Progress Let the youngest so speak. She just never gets a chance to speak. Um. So, also, like, you have to pay for lightning light. Or Genie Plus each day. Uh-huh. Like. Taking away <laughs> having to get up early every day of your vacation yes. is huge. I'm hoping that Bob Iger sees, hey, families want to sleep in. Families don't want to worry about what do we have to do that morning. And see, on it's your different last day in Disneyland. Yeah. It should be an even level playing field when everybody, when you get to the park, then you choose Scan your first and, ride. Yep. And if you want to get up early. And go have that benefit. More power to you. If you want to sleep in, you know that there's not going to. I agree. And I was looking at wait times today at Walt Disney World, and like at noon, all of them, all of the fat, or all of the lightning lanes were sold out until seven eight p.m. And it's because people can get on, and it just runs that time up. Yeah, I agree with that one too. Okay, would love to hear your thoughts on the very short Magic Key launch and then close down of last week. Uh, it sucked. That's my thoughts. <laughs> I just open them back up. I just don't understand. People aren't going to, with especially with reservations, like, well, but I guess Disney's being sued because people aren't able to get the reservations. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. Some of this stuff is like, it's hard to talk about because it's just hard. Because like, you don't how know. Do you fix it? They yeah. never limited annual passes in the past, correct? Correct. And you don't, so, and they never had reservations in the past and it worked just fine. How do we get back to that point? They just changed it to, I think it's just a money grab. They just changed it to take 
more money. And you know, yeah. poor people that had to wait in the line for like hours upon hours just to find out that they were all sold out. Like mm-hmm. that, that would suck. Just t- terrible. Like, yeah, it was. It sucked. Last week was a real rough week for the internet. Taylor Swift fans and Disney fans. <laughs> we ended on a positive note. Taylor Swift is still struggling. Okay, <laughs> Genie Plus daily charge predictions. Saw it was thirty dollars. It fluctuates. I the highest I've seen it is thirty dollars. I I mean it's a holiday week right now. At Disneyland, it's 30 today. It's 29 at Walt Disney World. Wow. And so I think that this is a pretty good indication of what they're going to max out at just because it's a holiday week. So I think Thanksgiving Day will be interesting to see. And then the last one, and then we'll wrap up. This is our final note, and everyone can share their opinion on this. Eggnog, yes or no? No. <laughs> yes. What? I love eggnog. Irish I love cream eggnog. Baileys. Yes. Eggnog, like the eggnog. Fireball eggnog is just it's so We good. are so big good. fans. If you can find Fireball brand eggnog, <laughs> get it. it. It's amazing. We have not been able to find it yet this year. I know. I hope we they don't retire it. We should go try to find We some. should. We should. Southern yeah. Comfort also is a really excellent brand of eggnog. Yeah. And if you yeah. can get the vanilla spice, that one's mm-hmm. pretty killer. Yeah. But we're an eggnog family. Eggnog is... We have eggnog, like, all the time. It's just... It makes me think, like... It makes me in the feel of holidays. Cozy. I feel like we're in... Yeah, cozy. Yeah, Yeah, eggnog, 100%. Yes. So our family says yes. Betsy says no. Does your family hate it, or do you just... No, my daughter loves it. And she asked if we could get it yesterday, and I'm like, (laughs) no. No. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to join me. And I'm going to get this published pretty quickly, I think. So hopefully we can get thank it up. You. And happy Yay. Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanks Thanksgiving. for having me. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be back to normal. Yeah. Okay. Happy okay bye. See you later. Bye.